Welcome to The Junkyard, hosted by Jake Bozen and Ben Jenkins. All right, well, uh, welcome to the first ever episode of Junkyard, here with uh, with me. I'm Jake. Yep, and I'm Ben. So, yeah, get used to hearing these voices. You listen to them a lot, hopefully. Uh, before we start off, we want to get into our personal background and reasons for doing this podcast. Uh, for me, I played baseball all my life, uh, four-year starter in high school, you know, shameless self-plug there. Um, currently, I'm doing sports media as my major, and baseball has been my passion for as long as I can remember, so this is a pretty easy decision for me to make to do something like this. Yeah, man, I am uh, currently a sports photographer for the local newspaper here where we're at, and uh, I got my start shooting baseball, but I also, before that, I started as a, uh, a statistician. That's what you can call me for two different colleges. A statistician? Statistician. Yeah. I guess if that's the word, yeah. 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 I never knew there was an actual word, so. Learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. But yeah, I kept stats for uh, for West Texas A&M, and then I also kept stats for Eastern New Mexico and then my high school because uh, I was too hurt to play. I had knee issues hindered me from playing any high school or college baseball. Playing the world's tiniest yeah. violin. Yeah. Have the ability to, just not the body too yeah believe me i know man i had three foot injuries in my day that's what killed my baseball career yeah all right um going from that we'll go straight into off-season stuff uh gonna start off with free agent signings or you know, lack thereof yeah. obviously the big stories machado and harper still out there yeah haven't, haven't picked a team yet it's, it's big that's that's really big it that that itself will change the entire entire internal flame yeah of the MLB this year. Yeah, that's the Who, whoever that gets those the two. Yeah, whoever gets those two. If 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 Harper stays at the Nats, the Nats are going to mm-hmm. have a really su- successful season. That's if he wants to be there still. And then if he goes somewhere else, or Machado, if they end up somewhere like you know, if they Mets, both and yeah, if they go yeah. Mets, Phillies, you know, some outlier that, team that yeah. no one's even thought of that all of a sudden comes in the right yeah. and bam. Like I mean, just like Tony Romo. Like if Tony Romo predicts Harper going to. The Rangers, I will be. I mean, if he's ecstatic. as good as if he's as good as predicting offseason signings as he is with predicting plays for playoffs, football, <laughs> I think Rangers fans are going to be pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, a big story with them. Not going to get the three hundred mil they thought. Harper definitely not getting that you know twelve year four hundred million dollar deal. Even I don't think he's going to break that Stanton record of thirteen years and three twenty five. I see. For I, me, I don't see a team giving him that kind of money based on the year he had last year. You know. Well, not even that. It's so so. I I understand with baseball, it's being you know. You sign these long-term deals, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. longevity is getting—it's getting bad. Because mm-hmm. if 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 you look at all the injuries that happen every year, like the the one person that retired this year that that made a big marquee that's been in the game for a long time, Adrian Beltre, he was there because he knew how to take care of his body. But yep. these these guys put put the pedal to the metal basically, and I don't think that a long-term deal is what's best for these players anymore. Mm-hmm. And so with these long-term deals, they're not going to make the money that they think they're going to make. And they're going to have to settle for things. Well, and you mentioned those injuries. Machado in the past has torn both his ACLs yeah, he's, two years he's, in yeah. a row. He's, he's been having, what, because it was his, his yeah, because it was one, it was each one. Each yeah, year. he tore each each yeah, leg in two consecutive years or yeah, something two, like that. Yeah, two consecutive years. And you think about that, that's two knee surgeries that are going to hinder coming back eventually. And if he's a playing shortstop third base, your yeah. knees are yeah. pretty, pretty important for what you're yeah. doing down Taking there. Taking a beating. Yeah. So, well, and then Harper, obviously, when he first came up, you know, running into fences all the time, yeah. and d- he, he didn't learn how to slow down until recently. Yeah. And he, he's done that well, but I still don't think he gets gets the money he wants. All right. Where do you think they end up? 
Bold predictions. <sighs> Start off with Harper. Go to Machado. Where do you think they go? Uh, Harper. I'd like to see him end up in Milwaukee. Really? I'd love to see him end up in Milwaukee. Really? That's a bold choice. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's one of those things that if if he goes to Milwaukee, I mean, they become, no one's no one's going to think about him going to Milwaukee. Yeah, they but, become. I mean, I don't want to say they're automatically World Series favorites, but they made the NLCS yeah. Game Seven last year. They yeah. were a game away from making the World Series. Exactly. Harper's the guy that could put him over the bump. That's an interesting one. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. And so, if, and and they're willing to throw money. They've shown that yeah. in the past few years that yeah. they're willing to start throwing money at making a successful team. So I see them throwing him a six to seven year deal for two hundred fifty million. I would call that a, a bold statement there. All right, what about yeah. Machado? Where do you think he goes? Oh, Machado, I, 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 I'm with everyone else on this. I think he's going to go to the Phillies. Really? But I think he's going to wait until Harper signs somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to play that waiting game to try and get as much money as he can. And and Harper's the the big fish of this offseason. No offense to Machado, but yeah. But Harper, I mean, former if, MVP, you know, he's yeah. the big name. Going to get the big money. And Machado's so got that uh, that little temper on him, too, so people are kind of hesitant yeah. on that. That, so. that postseason comments he made about not wanting to hustle didn't really do him any credit back then. Yeah, exactly. And they're not going to do him any credit now. Oh, no, never. Especially with how he's treated a lot of other players mm-hmm. throughout the years and a lot of player testimony saying that, you know, he's got things that are... Yeah, he ha- he does got, have some off-the-field off issues. Field that issues. That yeah, that's the main thing. Teams have clearly taken into consideration. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's a big part of why I think he hasn't been signed yet. Yeah, and that's... Uh, What's he gonna do? Go to China, go to Japan? If he till he can cool his head? No. I mean, it's not Some gonna happen. Some team's gonna take. So, yeah, him. someone's gonna take him. But I mean, is it gonna take that for him to understand that you have to be not hot headed and realize that you have to communicate well with your team and you know be a team player and it, not just play might. for yourself? It might. Who knows? So, I mean, I would hate to see it because he's yeah, one heck of a player. Yeah, he's but, one of the best players in the league, obviously. Yeah, but that's one of those things like. You got to realize. It's mm-hmm. a, no, I'm with you on that one, dude. It's a team sport, not an individual sport. All right. Um, I think, and I'm a little bit biased being a Nationals fan, I think Harper stays with the Nats. I think okay. he gets somewhere in that 10 year, 300, $350 million range from the Nats because that's what they're talking about. They opened the offseason, they gave him that big contract. They said, we'll give you 10 years, we'll give you $300 million. That's what the market's going to say right now. We'll give you that. Turned it down. Um, and then later, a couple months later, the story came out that the Nats made a more aggressive deal, which I assumed would be in that three fifty to four million kind of, or four hundred million, excuse me, range. But I mean, as a Nats fan, I'd love to see him back. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I like him at the Nats, but the issue for me is we have Rendon bias. coming up next year. <laughs> well, bias, yeah, but we have Rendon coming up next year, who's uh, eligible for an extension now. We got Trey Turner in a couple of years. We got big core guys that are really important. I wouldn't hate to see us take the money we would spend on Harper and split it up and lock down those core guys. I wouldn't be upset with that. But yeah. I also wouldn't be upset with getting Harper back. Yeah, I mean... Because our, our window who, for who would winning be, a championship is, is closing. Who would be upset with getting Harper back? No like, one. That's the thing. Like, If you don't want Harper, you're crazy. Yeah, the only, the only people that don't want to see Harper go back to go back there are Philly and the Cubs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those are the two teams that don't want to see that happen. Yeah. So, I mean, who, like, my lord. I, I mean, if he goes back, it's, you know... I Na- think Nats they become World Series favorites. Yeah. I-, I wouldn't say favorites. I would say they make a good run for it. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know. I think if we get Harper back, they finally break that bump and, and make it to the CS and finally break that damn curse we've been living with since But here's another like, thought. 05 or whatever. Here's another thought. What if he signs that big money deal and it just gives up, stops playing, stops trying hard? You know, he's got the money now. What's he? And the long contract. Yeah, at that point, what's he playing for? That's a good thing to think about. And I think that's another reason why he hasn't gotten... Like the money he wanted. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's one of those things you got to think about. I mean, I've heard that he's got a great work ethic. He, I mean, he's, you know, mm-hmm. all about the game, which, I mean, obviously, if you're going to drop out of high school and, and people, go to community college yeah. and do, like, go the fastest route to get there, I mean, mm-hmm. you got to love the game. And people, so. you know, criticize him all the time for being hot-headed like Machado, but it's not hot-headedness out of ignorance or out of disrespect for the game. It's out of yeah, the passion, passion yeah. for the game. That like, he, he plays with more passion, I think, than almost anyone in the league. Yeah. Now, yeah. Today or to, yeah. like today, yeah, yes. right now, yeah. Yes, I would say I, I would I agree. History, yeah. but I would agree with you. I mean, the past few years, I mean, there's been a few people that I could think of that would have that drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, or in, earlier in their careers, I mean, Ian Kinsler used to do the same thing. He used yeah, to be, he, was he was a great guy back with the Rangers. I loved yeah. him. So I mean, really respect the hell of that guy. Still then, do, but you know, Elvis Andrews, he's the same way. I mean, he gets that whole you know debacle with blue jays in the playoffs but that's, that's that wasn't that wasn't that one andrews that was uh you mean the two errors he had in the inning before the bautista homer that was yeah, that wasn't him that was him but yeah, yeah. but that right. that's not talking about a passion that's talking about a nerves yeah. now we're getting a little off track but uh back to machado maybe not a bold prediction for this i think he ends up with the white Sox. right now they seem could to be see the front yeah. runners to get him i could see it the phillies aren't putting up the money that the white Sox are and it's a shorter deal. I think the last I saw was uh, two seventy five for seven years with the White Sox. That's yeah. the biggest number I've seen from Machado this offseason. I think he goes where the money is, and I think it's with the White Sox. And that accelerates a rebuild way faster than what anyone thought would happen. Yeah, but here's here's the other thing with that though. I mean, he's a, he's a clout chaser. Yeah. The White Sox don't have like the name the the Chicago White Sox yeah. doesn't have the clout anymore. And if he's going, if he's going to Chicago, he's going to the Cubs. Like he he won't want to go to Chicago if he's not going to the Cubs. And I don't blame him. The White Sox are a couple years away from contention. Got a, a lot of great pieces there. Obviously, they have, um, you know, they have Moncada, who they got yeah. in that Chris Sale trade with the Red Sox. They have uh, Kopech again in that Chris Sale trade towards ACL yeah. or not his ACL. His uh, is a PCL. Yeah, he had, PCL. had to get yeah. Tommy John surgery this offseason, yeah. so he's out for the season. But you get guys like Ronaldo Lopez, who had a fantastic season last year. Lucas Giolito, I think, is going to put it together at some point. They're going to be a good team. I think they get Machado. Doesn't put them over the hump yet. They'll get there, I think. Yeah, eventually. Right. Other signings. What other? Give me Ooh. three or four signings you think are going to have the biggest impact on the on the on the teams going into the season. Um, Jed Lowry. <clears throat> Jed Lowry going to the Mets. Really? You think yeah. that's going to be that big of an impact on them? Honestly, I mean, it might be. It might. It's a two-year deal. It's not much, but it's Jed Lowry. I mean, his his leadership abilities that he's had throughout his career. I think he kind of kicks a a new spark under him and get something going for him. Well, and he but, he really showed in Oakland he can be a consistent everyday yeah, player. Exactly. I think it was a good signing by the Mets. Yeah. As much as I don't like to admit it was a good signing for the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> it was good for them. I mean, and, and Jed Lauer, I mean, I know he, he, was, he was in Oakland for, what, six, eight years? A while, yeah. He's been yeah, there for a while. A long time. A long time. And it, it, he's put a damper on my day so many times being a Rangers fan. Like... I'm glad to see him go. Now he's going to be a, a nuisance on my team. Exactly. Love to see that. Okay, glad to see him go. All right. Uh, Who else? That that. Uh, let's see. I've got to look through my list here. Um, yeah, you do have uh, quite a list there piled up of, yeah. of players to talk about. Yeah, that that's an irrelevant one. Nelson Cruz. <laughs> I think that was a great signing. I thought he's, <sighs> everyone thought he was going to go to the Rays. I think he would have been a much better fit for the Rays. But the Twins are a sneaky team. Yeah, but it's it's him. That's the thing is he can't he proved in he proved in Texas like he's he's not ready for the for the spotlight he's not ready for something you know not in the outfield anyway 
<laughs> as a well, DH. I, yeah, as a, if he played as solely a DH, I mean... I mean, over the past five years, no one hits more. No one has hit more homers than him. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, you got to think, who's he got in front of him? That's going to be, you know, because if he's DH, he's going to mm-hmm. be put in four hole. Yeah. And, and then you, you gotta go from there, that, yeah. you got to hope players like Buxton and Sano put it together like yeah. they have been the past couple of years. He just got to... continues what he did yeah. last year. you got to get guys on base in front of him. and It's a lot of big ifs up there. Exactly. Exactly. No, so I'm with you on that. That's kind of, a, for me, that's more of an irrelevant signing. Like, cool. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, where's he going to go? If he goes somewhere, I that's mean. That's another big name. If he, if he stays <laughs> at Houston and stays in Houston, I will be very sad. Um, if he decides to go to the Rangers, which I know that I've heard, I've heard talks that the Rangers thought about oh, trying really? to pick That'd be him a up. sneaky signing too. Yeah. But that's, uh, the, I mean, the Rangers are trying to rebuild mm-hmm. there. We're, we're in a rebuilding yeah. years and no one can deny that we are. I mean, we've always been rebuilding since, you know, since 2010, yeah. 2010, 2011. Yeah. So, I mean, it'd be awesome if I, if, if you would go there, I mean, I would love it. It'd be great. Yeah. I mean, if that that's that's my hope. Yeah, that's that's, if the, we can that's get the dream down, right there. Yeah. That's that's what what we're shooting. But for. I could see him also going somewhere like you know Los Angeles, mm-hmm. to the Angels. San Diego, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like those teams love picking up. Yeah, picking up guys like that. So I think eventually he goes with the Reds because they're in need of some starting pitching, or yeah. he goes to the Phillies. The Phillies missed out on Corbin. The Phillies mm-hmm. missed out on J. A. Happ. Yeah, and those were their two guys they were looking for outside of Machado and Harper going in the offseason. They need a lefty. And Keiko's the best lefty out there. I think they give him a three or four deal, three or four year deal, fifty, sixty million dollar range, something like that. Yeah, I mean, is he's what I, is what I was what I think is going to happen. Obviously, you have no idea. Yeah, I mean, it's all predictions from here. But mm-hmm. all right, well, I I have uh, four players that I think are going to have uh, a pretty big impact on the season. First off, I think one of the best deals of the off season, Patrick Corbin going to the Nats, six years, hundred forty million dollar deals, immediately puts that starting rotation in the top three, maybe even the best in the league. And that's what this team is built on. They're, the backbone is that starting pitching. You get a rotation headed by perennial Cy Young candidate Max Scherzer, the guy in Steven Strasburg, who, when he's healthy, is in the top ten, if not top five, pitchers in the league. And now you pair him with a lefty like Corbin taking the spot of Gio Gonzalez last year. That team's going to be dangerous. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I really yeah. can't argue with any yeah. of that. That's yeah. that. That's that does give you a good lineup. That's and then him backed it's, by yeah. him backed by a resurgent bullpen. We got a couple of good signings there. It's well, and, and if you get into the into the the playoffs, I mean, you can look like what what the Dodgers did last mm-hmm. year. I mean, yeah, everyone was up in bullpen coming to the end of the seat into into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. having having longevity like that with those three, I think it'll be yeah, I it'll be a good one. An, another guy that I think is going to have a big impact is that. Uh, that deal Grandal took with the Brewers, the one year, yeah, uh, one year sixteen mil with the Brewers. The catcher position last year for them was pretty weak. They had Eric Kratz, who had a great postseason, and he has a good rapport with the pitching staff. But Grandal graded as one of the top ten catchers in both um, offense and defense. He's one of the best pitch framers in the game, and I think that was a hell of a steal they got with him. Oh, and that's going to give rest if if you because what they still have uh, what's I can't remember. You just said it, and I've. Grats. Yeah, Gratz. Yeah, they still have him, so that's that puts yeah two catchers in a rotation. Mm-hmm. That's going to help. You know, you can build a rapport. One catcher can build a rapport with certain pitchers, yeah. and they can they can have certain preferences. Yeah, it's kind of like how Clayton you, Kershaw a few years ago had yeah. AJ Ellis as his personal catcher. Exactly, Ellis didn't catch anyone else but Kershaw. Exactly, for and that then, exact reason. Yeah, and then like because you want both bats. That's just oh, how you want both yeah. bats. You just if you're playing 
Yeah. NLT or ALT. I, I would rather have Grandal as my yeah. starting catcher than Kratz. No offense yeah. to Kratz. Love the guy. Great postseason, but Grandal. Um, another one, this is a recent thing. Uh, really fills a hole for them. The Dodgers getting Pollock for four years, 55. I think that was a good deal for them. When was when was that signed? That's within the past two weeks. Was it? Yeah. I, I hadn't Maybe seen within that the one. past week. But yeah, he got four years for the Dodgers. Uh, immediately takes over that center field position, moves Bellinger to left field or first base. Much more natural for him. Yeah. If he stays, if he goes to first, yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's a great pickup just for the Bellinger situation. Yeah, and the big thing with Pollock though is has been has been his health. He has had two fantastic seasons. He had the great Gold Glove season back in 2015. Uh, might have gotten a Silver Slugger that that year too. I don't remember. But he's got to he's got to stay on the field. He's got to play 120, 140 games for it to really really make a difference for them. If he if he doesn't stay healthy and he continues getting injured like he has in the past couple of years. It's going to be a great deal for him. It's going to be a terrible deal for the Dodgers. Yeah. And I think it includes um, uh, a player and a team option for a fifth year at 15 or 11 mil or something like that. So it could turn into a five-year upwards of $70 million deal. But he's got to stay on the field. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, and every free agent. Yeah. And like, especially after they already traded um, in that big deal to Cincinnati, they traded away Matt Kemp and they traded away Yasiel Puig. Yeah, getting a guy like Pollock, you can just slot in the lineup there. Is well, a big I mean, difference. Honestly, you want to get, in, in my opinion, kind of they wanted, they definitely wanted to get rid of Puig. Oh yeah, he's just a, he's becoming an, an internal team cancer. Yeah, and he's a bit of a bit of a show off. Yeah, which I'm cool. Bat flips, absolutely love it. Totally think you should pimp a, pimp a home run if you hit it like that. If it, yeah, if if it goes far enough, if it's a wall scraper, don't pimp it. No. But if it's yeah. you know if you know that ball's going over yeah. over four hundred fifty feet, yeah. You throw that bat. I don't and, care how high it goes. And then the uh, the last one I had actually was kind of a surprise to me when I saw it is Donaldson going to the Braves for a year and uh, twenty three million. Really? That's a that's big for me. I think. And I obviously, I despise one. the Braves, but yeah. I'm a big Donaldson fan. I've been a fan for of him since he was back in Oakland, back in you know 2013, 2014, before he went on and got that MVP with Toronto. I think that's going to be a sneaky good deal for them because third base wasn't exactly a black hole for them last year. They had uh, a good third baseman. I don't remember his name at all or anything. Might have been Garcia. Don't remember. I'll figure it out. Donaldson played most of the last year injured, which was a big reason why he didn't get a, a long-term deal. And you know he had a pretty good, pretty good second half once he got traded to the Indians. But getting a former MVP at a year and twenty-three million—that's if he performs like he can—that's a pretty pretty big steal. Yeah, and I—I I mean I. Completely forgot about it because it happened in November. Yeah, it was one of the first signings of the offseason. Like, yeah. As soon as it opened up, they were like, let's go get our guy, and they got yeah. Donaldson. I mean, that's, you know, bold move, Cotton. Yeah, let's see bold if it pays move. off. So, I mean, I think he's he's a great he's a great all-around player, though. Yeah. So, I think, you know, his battle, and it, I, I think it'll, it'll make up for... The Braves have a fantastic, for, yeah. a fantastic pitching staff yeah. and a fantastic... Um, coaching staff there, I think they're going to do great with him. And I, and they definitely brought in a good team leader there. So. Oh yeah, yeah, he's definitely a leader in the clubhouse, the guy they need. All right, that kind of segues, uh, excuse me, segues us into the next thing. Who do you think won the off season? Who do you think lost the off season? These can be players, they can be teams, they can be whoever you want. Well, I can tell you for sure who lost lost the off season, and that was the the Rangers. Really? Oh yeah, yeah that's you're not losing here a lot. You're, you're losing. Your best third bla- your third baseman, and then you trade away. Yeah, you're losing a, yeah. a first ballot Hall of Famer, yeah. Beltre. Yeah, and then you you lose um, Profar, who they traded off, and mm-hmm. then you lose. You know, it, who'd you bring in? Basically, no one. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If the only way that they can make their their off season a success is mm-hmm. if they sign Dallas Keuchel. 
It's the only way that it yeah. will turn from a, a disaster of a season. Go to, from a D to at least a B grade yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be that. It's It'll be an F to a C, in my opinion. Um, I mean... Because I think their plan right now is just to bring up those academy kids, or not academy mm-hmm. kids, but the the AAA kids, yeah. AA kids. Give them a chance to yeah. try out, see what they can do. And that's that's their plan, at, at least what it looks like, because they have not been throwing that that big money around that I know that they have. Yeah. So, for me, that's the, that's, that's that's the that's loss. the name that sticks out to you. Yeah, that that Our, that's the loss. Yeah. Um, for for my win, I would have to go with uh, Tulo, George really? Lewinsky. Yeah, going choice. Going to the Yanks. Like that was that's gonna be like that. I mean, that's putting a team. That's putting a team together. Yeah. Like, and if you get the like, f- you because then you have former MVP perennial candidate candidate back when he was on the Rockies too low. Yeah. That's a hell and of then, and because you because you got too low, you got Judge, you got what? Who else is on that you got roster? Stan, you got yeah, Carlo. Yeah. Like that's just a roster that is packed with big bats. Like that's. Yankees are gonna yeah. hit the most home runs this season. Oh, easily. Yeah. They set the major league record last year. Yeah. And Gary Sanchez, I think. Hit maybe fifteen. Yeah, the 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 front four are gonna hit more home runs than anyone else in the league. Yeah, easily. I would I would totally agree with that. Uh, do you have any more winners and losers? Or you, uh, go you know, mine? G- you go for it because I don't want to uh, sound like an idiot when I go into my next ones. So all right, well I got for my winners I got uh, two teams. Um, first one really sticks out to me, and this little bit of bias, not a lot of bias, the Nationals. They shored up that starting rotation, put it back in that top five. They figured out that catcher position, which with Matt Wieters and everyone else and Pedro Severino has been a black hole for years now. They went out and got Kurt Suzuki, and then they went out, and I think it could have been one of the best deals of the offseason. They went and got Jan Gomes from the Indians, who had his first um, All-Star year last year, and then the Indians decided to trade him away. I think it was a a hell of a pickup for us. And then we signed uh, Brian Dozier for a year and $8 million to fill that second base uh, position until Carter Keepum gets ready. That's a hell of a steal if he puts up those Minnesota numbers like he used to. That 42 home runs from the second base position, you add that to the Nats, that's a hell of a dangerous team you got there. Yeah, and especially if they keep Harper. And especially if they keep Harper, that just adds to it. That just If they get Harper, they're by far the the biggest winner. Yeah, I, then, I would agree with that. And then the other team I got, which might come as a surprise, is the Cardinals. The Cardinals, for a while, they've had middle-of-the-lineup issues. They've had Matt Carpenter. Yeah. They've had Yadier Molina. They've had Harrison Bader. Those are the guys that kind of like carry that lineup. But now they go out and get a guy like Goldschmidt. Yeah. And even if he's just a rental, that changes that the dynamic of that At least for one or two years. Yeah. yeah. And if they can re-sign him, that, that's going to be great. To a more, a longer, prolonged a, deal. Yeah, that's I mean, going to be great be, for them. Yeah. I mean, oh, Goldschmidt definitely. has been an MVP candidate, one of the most consistent hitters in the league, and arguably maybe even the best first baseman in the league right now. So the fact that they yeah. went out and got him is awesome. Yeah. And then uh, to me, which stands out even more than that, is they went and got Andrew Miller, the lefty uh, from Indians. They went and got him for two years, 25, I believe. That's a little bit of a risk for me. To me, just because he's got so much wear and tear on his arms, because he was asked to do so much, especially yeah. back in that um, World Series run back in 2016, yeah. where he threw he's got a lot of innings, almost on the, 70 yeah. innings in the playoffs alone. A lot of innings on that arm. But if he can go and he can be that dominant guy that we know he can be with that nasty slider, they're going to have a hell of a, a setup guy there to lead to Hicks, who is, in my opinion, one of the top five arms and bullpens in the entire league. Yeah, I think I think if they can, you know. I I feel like if they throw one more in there, mm-hmm. so they can they get, get you know more guy just a good a good rotation, so that mm-hmm. you know because they're one of those teams that likes to go all in on their yeah. pitchers, so they're gonna let them go a full game if they if they if they're mm-hmm. throwing well instead of being smart and making a move and you know going to your bullpen. Yeah, if if they can get one more good guy in there that they can 
have longevity in a, mm-hmm. in a game, I well, think they'll. And that, that's a big one. A big part of that's going to be they get Alex Reyes coming back from Tommy John, who yeah. was their top prospect and viewed as a top of the rotation starter. They get him back this year. If he does well, their rotation is going to be one of the best in the league. You talk about him, you get Miles Mikolas, who finished fourth or fifth in Cy Young voting last mm-hmm. year. You get him, Flaherty. That's a that's a dangerous rotation and a young rotation, more importantly. Yeah. A young, controllable rotation, which is a big thing. All right, and my losers, uh, I actually have, I'm going to kind of group them together. I got players that are losers, and I got a team. Players that stick out to me, Harper, Machado, yeah. and Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. Kimbrell came into the offseason wanting a six-year, $100 million-plus-dollar deal. No way did anyone think he was going to get that oh, for a guy yeah. at 33 or 34, whatever his age is. There's no yeah, way. He, he's he's on the upper upper yeah. scale of age, at least. And I so. get why he asked for that. He's arguably the most dominant closer we have, and he has the highest strikeout-to-walk ratio in MLB history, something like 14.6 or something, Damn. which is ridiculous. But no one's going to give a reliever that money. Nope. Nope. I think I think what CC <coughs> Sabathia had the highest paid when like when he was in for his what six year deal with the Yankees. Yeah, and then that's the highest the closer has ever seen. Well, I mean, yeah, that's not Sabathia. Sabathia is the starter. You're talking about oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, Chapman. Chapman, yeah, yeah, Earl's Chapman. Yeah, I was backwards on that one, yeah. but I knew I knew who I was talking about. I could see his face, mm-hmm. all that. I just couldn't. I mixed the pitchers' names up. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think his was the largest closing deal, but that's also because mm. he throws 115 miles an hour. Yeah. So that makes sense. You get a guy like that. Yeah. Um, and I, they had to throw the money at him to get him. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the only reason. So you have to throw, you have to throw the money to, to get the ball going 115 miles an hour. I so. think he will break the record for average annual value for a reliever, which is Wade Davis set last year with 17.3 per year or something like that on that three year deal with the Rockies. I think he breaks that. I don't think he gets that six-year, $100 million deal. There's no way anyone gives that to him. Yeah. Love the guy. Great player. Respect the hell out of him, even when he was on the Braves. But no way he gets that. And then the biggest loser for me by far at this point in the season has got to be the Phillies. Yeah. What the they Phillies, haven't, they they were going after Harper. They were going after Machado. I mean, they're not going to. They came into the offseason and their GM said, we have stupid amounts of money we're going to spend. Yeah. He said, we're going to spend stupid amounts. Yeah. And the biggest thing they've done is go out and get Andrew McCutcheon yeah. on a three or four year deal and then in what, trade that was for only... Gene Segura and extend him. Yeah. Which is what, a good deal. Was... But for a team that was going out Terrible. with some of the most money possible to spend, not getting. Not getting the Corbin, not getting the J.A. Happ, which is their backup for Corbin. And then to this point, at least at the time of this recording, not getting Harper and Machado, that's a hell of a loss for me. Yep. They got to they got easily be my biggest loser. I'll agree with that one, 100%. 100%. All right, now we'll go into um, power rankings before the season starts. Who do you got? Who do you got All right, in your top so five? my top five. In order. Go in order, from, from one to five. One to five. Red Sox. Got okay. Mookie Betts. I mean, the okay. kid can do it all. Astros, yeah. Which I hate to say, but if they keep Dallas Keuchel, even if if they keep yeah. Dallas Keuchel, I mean that's for sure number that's two. Icing on the cake for them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I I think Clayton Kershaw is going to come back and have a great year this year. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's just in in my bones. The Yanks. I mean, look at that lineup. I mean, top it's, five. It's hard yeah. to bet against that lineup. Yeah, and then the one that's going to surprise people, the Brewers. Good old Milwaukee Brewers. That actually doesn't surprise me. They almost made my top five. I think I had them at yeah. six or seven. Yeah, they those uh, I I have like if they can keep up the same stuff that they did last mm-hmm. year and and build off of what they've improved in the off season, 
they have a very strong contention for me to make it to the World Series. Yeah. I mean, they so, came close last year. They were yeah. within a game of making the World Series. Which exactly. I don't think anyone saw coming. Uh, your your top five is actually pretty close to mine. Uh, a couple of uh, switch arounds. Uh, at number one, I got the Astros. Yeah. Just because I, outs- I had a, outside of the home runs, I think they're going to have the best lineup in the league. Yeah. All respect to the Yankees. They got the best but, home yeah, runs. Those, those guys, they, they do their job. In, in, in they deliver two strike situations, day. they just get that ball on the ground through the hole. Well, and you see what Alex Bregman did last year with all those doubles and the home runs, getting yeah. down ballot MVP. You got to expect a bounce back season from Carlos Correa. Who he needs has thirty thirty potential. Yeah, and then you got a guy like Jose Altuve who continually hits three fifty every year. Yeah, plus all the other guys they have. And he's so hard. He's hard. I, I've heard people say that he's the hardest person to pitch to in the MLB, he's, just because he can yeah. see that ball and and his zone is a little bit smaller than everyone else because yeah. he's he's what? a five six guy yeah. that hits three fifty and twenty dingers a year. You, you yeah. never see that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean he is. Uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that I can th- I can see being spectacular every Big year. Time. Really, he's he's a reliant guy. All right, so Astros one, I got Yankees two. Okay. Just because I think that James Paxton picks up was a hell of a pickup for them. Get a couple years of controllability. Lewis or Luis Severino, I think backs, um, uh, not backs up, but um, rebounds from last year. They re-signed J. A. Happ, who was fantastic for them down the stretch. Yep. And then they fill out that rotation with uh, Masahiro Tanaka and then uh, a fifth guy. I think they're going to be fantastic. I got Red Sox at three. All right. The only issue I have with the Red Sox is that bullpen. They don't have a closer, and the two guys that got in-house that would be a closer have no closing experience. Yeah. And they're a little bit shaky. They got their rotation solidified. They yeah. got it. You got Sale, Price, and Eovaldi now, plus Rodriguez and a fifth guy, but that bullpen is what drags them down for me. I can't I can't put them any higher because I don't trust the bullpen in the postseason. See, this is the thing that I've always said about the, the Red Sox. Mm. They've always been a team I've disliked very heavily. I love the history, though. Oh, God, yeah. In every every year, they have something that comes up. Like, this year, it's their bullpen. Last mm-hmm. year, it was, you know, middle rotate, or in, end of rotation. Yeah. And clearly, they, that yeah. worked out for them and just fine in the end. Exactly. So, they're going to figure out a situation. Where they just fix that. It's going to get, get a guy. fixed. I'm not worried about it getting fixed. Yeah. Because it will get fixed some way or another. I, I could definitely see that happening. By a trade. They'll probably something. finish the season higher up in my power rankings. Maybe I'm number one. At four, I got the Nationals. Even without Bryce Harper, I think that rotation, like I've been saying all all this time, is going to be a top five, top three in the league. Well, pitching lineup, wins, pitching even, wins championships. Pitching wins championships. That lineup, even without Harper, is dangerous. Yeah. You get Ryan Zimmerman, who has a bounce back. You get Victor Robles coming up from the minors, hopefully going to finish off what he started off last season, which was great. Juan Soto, after the yeah. hell of a season he had last yeah, year. He had a great up. season last year. Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, you get more offense from the catcher spot now. Mm-hmm. They're going to be dangerous, and I, I see them going a while. And then five, I got Dodgers because I I, I find a hard time betting against the Dodgers. They yeah. go out and they get Joe Kelly from the Red Sox to shore up that bullpen a little bit. Yeah. You still got Kenley Jansen. It's because they're not afraid. Clayton Kershaw. They're not afraid to spend the money on the things that they know that they need, mm-hmm. and they're not going to deny knowing that. Oh, hey, we're weak here. Let's fix it. But they're also and then not. They, and then they got rid of the cancers. Yeah. They got rid of Yasiel Puig. Like the biggest cancer in the MLB to me, I, just his personality. It's a bold statement there. It's I, the way he's always acted while he's been there as a professional. Yeah, like, no, I don't disagree. So I mean, I think for team chemistry, it was a big deal, mm-hmm. and that's that team chemistry is going to make them explode. They're going to be a, they're going to be a dangerous team down yeah. the stretch, and I think they get uh, Verdugo is going to come up at some point this season. Hell of a power hitter. They're going to do some damage. Yeah. All right, so that's power rankings now. 
division predictions. Do you want to start off in NL? Do you want to start off in AL? Um, my list goes from AL to NL. Well, we'll start with so AL. So we'll then. go AL. Um, obviously, my AL East, Red Sox. Red Sox, They're yeah. winning it. Uh, Who do you got runner-up? Yanks. Yanks. I did Yanks. Uh, yeah. Some of these I don't have runners up because, you know, I feel like it's just going to be more outright. Yeah. There's not going to be a competition. Not going to uh, be a lot. Cl- not close. Yeah. But with that AL East, it, it is going to be a little bit closer uh, with it being Yankees, mm-hmm. Red Sox, and with it being the rivalry. You know, anything can happen in a rivalry game. Yep. Exactly. Uh, my central, Cleveland. Yeah. I think Cleveland, you another, know. Another pretty easy pick there. Yeah. Outright. It's not really be, anyone else in that division that can compete with them at this point. Yeah. yeah. And... Just the way that they've played the past few years, I think it's going to continue for yeah. for a while. And especially if they start digging it, reaching in them pockets, mm-hmm. I think they'll they'll do well. Um, my West, AL West, I have the A's. Really? You have the A's over the Astros? I have A's over the Astros. Wow. Because, I I mean, Astros are going to go in as a wild card. Yeah. I, it's, it's going to happen. The yeah. Astros They're not are missing making, the postseason. Yeah. They're not missing There's postseason. No way. But I think the conference, when it comes down to conference games, going to Oakland... I mm-hmm. think the Astros are going to struggle a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and that's where because it was a close race last year. Yeah, but I think I think Oakland's going to just have that one step up on them this year for. Well, and Oakland has all that momentum from last year. Yeah. No one expected them to come out and win ninety-seven games. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's going to be. I mean, <laughs> normally, if, normally, if you're winning ninety-seven games in a season, you're winning your your league. Yeah, but the Astros just had such yeah. a dang good season themselves that mm-hmm. you know they had to one up them. So and they didn't lose much this season. I know they they gained quite a bit, but not quite a bit. But they added to what they needed to. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they're really going to be a problem, especially if the Astros lose Keiko. No, I agree. So I would agree with that. All right, NL. Who you got? Uh, NL. I have Atlanta. And the NL East. Yeah. All right. So gonna have some words about that later, but right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just one of those things. You know, it's it's more of a gut feeling. Yeah. I'm not basing any of this off off numbers yet because I haven't seen numbers. And there's yet. no numbers to look at, really. Exactly. Yeah, we gotta wait until so, the season starts. So that's I'm kind of just going off, you know, my far out predictions mm-hmm. on 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 NL at least. I had some reasonable stuff in, in AL. Uh, my central, I got the Brews. Yep. Brewers are gonna gonna win that one. I mean, they're a championship contender for me, so it's yeah. not gonna you know anything big big news. And then for the West, I have the Rockies. Ooh, another bold choice there. Yeah. I just have a good feeling that they're, they're yeah. going to come in this year and just, you know, because, I mean, at the end of the season last year, they started doing some stuff that mm-hmm. started surprising people. I think it's just going to carry over and they'll do fine. As I, long they'll, as they can good. solidify that rotation, Kyle Freeland had a fantastic yeah. year for them, even pitching at Coors Field. Yeah. Which for them has always been an issue since Ubaldo Jimenez. Yeah. Back well, in and, and, or and Coors Field is such a hitter's park. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. No, they know totally that agree. they the, the pitchers know that they're going to get, get bombs dropped on them all the time. So, mm-hmm. It's one of those things. It's a beautiful field, though. Beautiful field. I can tell you. Never had a chance to go there. One of these days, I'm going to try to go to all all the stadiums, but yeah. I've only, I think, not too off the list. I went to old Yankee Stadium back when it was the final season. That was a hell of a game. Yeah. Hell of a time. All right. Uh, I actually agree with most of what you said. Uh, I'll start off with the, uh, with the AL East like you did. Um, don't agree. I think the Yankees end up winning this one. I think the Yankees have done enough this season to push it over the top for me. I think they're yeah. going to do well. Obviously, I have the Red Sox as a runner-up. Those two are going to be the top two teams, arguably, in the entire AL. There's no way they both miss yeah. or want to miss. I mean, AL, AL it's, it's the whole entire AL. It's going to be Red Sox, Yanks. Yeah. Uh, Stros. Oakland. Yeah, Stros and yeah. Oakland. I think that's good. Top four, easily. Uh, coming out of the Central, I have the Indians. Pretty easy choice. Yeah. Maybe even the easiest for me to make. 
the only team I could really see doing anything there outside of Cleveland is the Twins. Yeah. And they don't have the pitching, I think, no. to compete with Cleveland. No. And I think I think Cle- Cleveland has other aspects to them mm-hmm. that's going to help them anyways, like front office stuff and yeah. and all that, and team chemistry. And anytime you got a, a rotation led by Corey Kluber, Danny Salazar, Carlos Carrasco, and Trevor Bauer, yeah, you're going to yeah. have a pretty good time. Yeah. It, yeah, that's and that goes back to leadership. Like those guys mm-hmm. lead by example on the mound, definitely. So, and then uh, going to the West, I uh, flip flop with you. I have the Astros going first in that, and I yeah. got the Athletics coming in second. Not by much. It's going to be a thin margin. I agree. I think the Athletics build off last year. I don't know if they win 97 games again necessarily. They still got to shore up that pitching, especially if Manaya is out the whole season. Mm-hmm. They got to sign a pitcher. I think they're a dark horse to get Keiko, maybe. That would be cool to see there. Don't know if they have the money to do Hope it not. since they're typically frugal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Going to the NL, NL East. Well, they, they, they freed up money with the Jed Lowry stuff. So That's very true. Uh, going to the NL East, uh, I got the Nationals finishing first. I yeah. think they win 95 to 100 games, maybe even break that 100, 100 mark. Uh, Braves, I got running up. Central, I agree with you. I got the Brewers. I got the Brewers yeah. coming in first there. I think they're one of the most dangerous teams in the leagues. I got the Cubs coming in second just because they're the Cubs. Yeah, it's Cubs. Uh, team to watch for in that Central, though, is the Cardinals. If Goldschmidt does what people think he's going to do for that team and their bullpen and rotation are as good as they were last year, they're going to be one to watch. They've always been one of those dark horses, though, that you can never count out. They're they're, typically they're never predicted. competing in everything, yeah. yeah. They're never predicted, but they're always there. Exactly. And then uh, NL West, I got Dodgers finishing first. And I got Rockies following up on them. Yeah. So we're we're kind of in agreement there. I just want to see the Dodgers do bad. I don't know. It's just like kind of a personal thing. Dodgers and Cubs, I don't like. But yeah. I gotta respect the teams. I yeah. don't like them obviously because they've beaten us in the playoffs like every time. They've been <laughs> it's a sore yeah. spot for me. Yeah. All right, and then uh, last part. Last but not least. Last but very much not least, we got award predictions. We got MVP, Cy Young, and Rookie of the Year. Hit me. Um. So my MVP for the. For the AL, Mookie Betts. Yep, kind of I mean, saw that one coming yep. for you. I know how big of a Mookie fan you are. And and that's the thing is I'm like, I wish I wasn't, but he's so dang good. Like he can't, the guy, in my eyes, he can't do any wrong on the field. So I feel like Mookie Betts, he's going to have another outstanding season. Mm-hmm. He's going to win the AL MVP. I, I could definitely see that happening. And All then right. this, this one will surprise you. Okay. My Cy Young for the AL, if he stays in the AL, mm-hmm. Dallas Keuchel. Really? Yeah, I feel like he's going to win again. He has one on his resume, so yeah. it's not unprecedented for yeah. him. I feel like he's going to, you know, if he stay if he stays in the AL, he, yeah. I feel like he has a very good chance of winning it again. That's a pretty bold choice there. Kevin. So I, I knew that you'd, you'd you'd like that one a little. I, bit. I like it. I don't um, know if I agree with it, but I like it. It's you know, I I just hopefully he's with the Rangers and wins one. It'd be <laughs> cool, but uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So all right, rookie of the year for AL. What you got? See, here's here's my thought on that. I don't think he's in the in the bigs yet. He's going to come in week two or three. He's going to be a no-name and just shock us just like Moogie Best did. So that's exactly what I think is going to happen. So I can't tell you who my rookie of the year is yet because no one You're knows his name a call. Yet. Yep, no one knows his name You think yet. it's going to be a no-one that no one's even thinking about that's going to get called up? And exactly. Like Kind of like a Juan Soto last yep, year. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's how I'm seeing it. I'm curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. All right, now you got the NL. Um, you know, <clears throat> Javier Baez. I think he's going to yeah, be my Yeah, that's going to be definitely a popular choice MVP. before the season starts. So... That that's that's who my MVP is, and then uh, my Cy Young is Scherzer. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that's, that's can't argue with that one. I mean he's got the track record for it. Yeah. And then I won't be I won't be a uh, big headed and say I know any rookies in the in the NL. So I'm going to uh, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. You think yeah. nobody comes up? I, right. I mean, and that's just how it seems to be. Like 
you know, someone's going to come up that's going to be good. I mean, what, two that's years gonna ago? going to make an impact even if no one who's, knows yeah, who they are. Yeah. Two years ago, you had Aaron Judge come in. Yeah. Late, not late in the season, but, you know, and week two or three, and then... What, 52 bombs or something? Yeah. Set the rookie record by yeah. far. And then you have, I mean, what, Mookie Betts started, didn't start game one or two, and then came in game three, started, and then took yeah. over from there. Took the world yeah. over by storm. Yeah, I, I, so, I have no no qualms with those. They're different from mine, I'll tell you. Uh, start off with the AL like you did, MVP. Probably the most popular choice. I got to go Mike Trout. Generational talent. I think if he retires today, he's first ballot Hall of Famer. They're... For as far as I can see into the future, which obviously obviously isn't any at all, but he, to me, is easily the best player in the league and the best player I've ever had the pleasure of watching. You want to know why he doesn't win MVP? Because he's so good year in and year out, people don't appreciate him. No, they have higher expectations. They expect him to do way better than what he is actually going to do, what is possible for him to do. They expect him to have, you know, hit a 400 well, you know, yeah. They, they like 400, 450 every but year. And then show numbers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he he's good. He's a great player. One of one of the best of all time. Yeah. Easily. But he, he cannot put up those numbers because they're unrealistic. Yeah. Like it's just especially no. in the league yeah. that's that's now. That's the only reason he will not win it. Uh, I I have no arguments for that. I'm still taking with him for my MVP. Uh Cy Young, another popular choice. I think it goes to Chris Sale. Yeah. That's yeah, a, a pretty Hill's easy a good pick one. for me. He was on the track last season, and then um, obviously Blake Snell had that ridiculous season that he had with that sub two ERA, and then Chris Sale got hurt in the end of the season, which didn't help yeah. him at all either. But I, th- I think he puts it all together. I think he stays healthy. I think he sits at that two one two two for ERA. Yeah, and I think I think he takes I mean he's he's consistent. Well, he's had that last four seasons he's pitched. It's yeah, been it's been, been like ridiculous. That. He's easily one of the best pitchers on the planet. And then rookie of the year. Again, making the popular choice. It's got to be Vlad Guerrero to me. It's got to be Vlad Jr. Yeah, because he technically, yeah. he. I, I always forget that he's still technically a rookie. He hasn't even played a game yeah. in the bigs yet. Yeah. He hasn't even made his debut. Because you know can, you know the name already. It's like just a name yeah. that you know. Well, like just because it's his dad. But. There, people are talking about him being the best minor league hitter of all time. Yeah, I, but I was, here's uh, the thing. I saw something on MLB the other day that um, an NL executive, they didn't say who it was, said... Um, A-Rod was the best prospect, but Vlad Jr. is the best hitter he's ever seen, hmm. which I just think speaks waves about him and the way he approaches the game. Well, then let's think about, like, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you because I think it's a good idea. And but, you didn't pick anyone. Yeah. But I, I also don't think that he's there yet. I think it's going to be a surprise, just yeah. like it has been the past few years. But if you think about your logic on that, you know, Aaron Judge was, you know, average hitter in the MILB. And then... He, he comes in, in and rakes. And, you know, MVP. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's one of those things. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I like, the, I like the choice. Yeah. I, I think it's, 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 it's a good choice. It's a pretty easy choice, choice for yeah. a lot of people, me included. So, I, I, you know, it's not a bad choice. All right, moving to the NL. Uh, for MVP, maybe not a popular choice, but one I, I'm pretty confident in, Nolan Arenado for the Rockies. Oh, yeah. I mean. You look at the numbers he's put up. It's been gold glove for five or six straight seasons. Yes. 40 home runs, 120 RBIs, and he's going into a contract year. Yeah. He is going to play out of this world. And as much as I love everyone if, else if that he can could stay win healthy. that award. Yep, if he can stay healthy, I think it's a yeah. it's a great choice. Obviously, that's a big if for everyone. But yeah. I, I think he puts it all together. I think he has his best season, locks up that huge contract, and takes on the MVP. Yeah, because for some I mean, for some reason, every time the Rockies have a have a candidate that can win MVP or something, they always yeah. get hurt. So that's the yeah. That's the one thing, but I think he has more of an incentive this year with it being contract year and all of that yep. for no, him I, to stay totally healthy. Agree. 
and uh, get back to healthy faster, yeah. quicker if he does get hurt. So No, I'm with you. NL, same choice as you, Max Scherzer. Hard to bet against the guy. Yep. Two out of three past years, he's won the Cy Young. Arguably could have won it this past year, except DeGrom had that historical season. But I, th- I think he brings it all together. I think DeGrom doesn't have that season again. Nola, I think, is going to be a dark horse for that. He's going to do really well. He finished with above an eight in war, la- war last year, wins above replacement, which is ridiculous for a pitcher to ever hit or for anyone besides Mike Trout to hit. But I think in the end it comes down to Max Scherzer and just those strikeouts and that ERA. It's going to be ridiculous for me. And then I mean, rookie yeah. of the year, uh, got to go another Nationals. I got to go Victor Robles. See, I don't know much about him. So He's got the best tools in the minors. He's found a way to put it all together. The only reason he didn't come up last year longer, and the only reason why we called up Juan Soto is because he um, hyperextended his elbow and was out for 60-odd games. Then he came up at the end of the season. His first hit was a triple, hmm. and he ended up hitting two or three home runs. And he is in the top three. He's considered the second-best defensive prospect in all the minors, yeah. which is a hell of a credit to get. So that's who I think. That, those are my award winners. That's um, yeah. That's all I got for today. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about. No, I, th- I think I'm good. I think I think that's I think we've covered everything that we needed to. Yeah, so. I think that was a pretty good. Or start that we planned on. Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you'll tune in next time too. Definitely. Catch you later. See you later. Catch you later. Catch you later.